grasping the thin, almost translucent veil between that of fact and fiction, revealing mysteries of the past, folklore passed down from father to son, unsolved murders, and things that go bump in the night. You've entered Deceptive Reality. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name's Nick and this is Bert. We're here. We've made it. We're ready to go. First episode. Exciting. Scary. Technically, it's a pilot episode, Nick. Oh, yeah, yeah. We pilot went episode. over that. This isn't even the first episode, folks. This is just a pilot episode. Is this what they call episode zero I hear episode so much about? zero. You're correct. Yeah. I think I they do that in like TV it. movies. Because listen, it's like, have you ever seen the uh, the pilot episode of Napoleon Dynamite? Have you ever seen that? No. No, I haven't. It was a school project. I'll send it ah. to you. I'll send it to you. And for all you out there in podcast land, check it out. It's actually them in a school. And uh, some of the people that was the original actors in the movie is also is also in that. Oh, that makes a heck of a lot of sense, considering it how it came out anyway. Absolutely. 100%. All right. So what are we doing here today? So what we're doing is, and I'm sorry, I was just looking over. We're getting some stuff queued up here also. For those of you that can only listen, there is some video. If you want to check us out on the old YouTubes, uh, there will be some video. Uh, it's just our our mugs. I was going to say, ugly yeah, you, mugs, probably wanna, only me. you probably want to look to the, to the, I don't know if it's going to be left or right. Just look at Bert. Don't, yeah, no, don't look at me. <laughs> look over this way or that way. All right. No, depending no, on which way, way it is. Some way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're going to be rocking and rolling. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to be talking about a case every single week. We're going to have something a little bit different by that. What I mean is uh, for anyone that's like me, that's old. And grew up with the show Unsolved Mysteries. Nick and I kind of oh, wanted it. to emulate that thought process, basically. Um, and what we're looking to do is kind of bring some of that with our own spin on it. Um, so long story short, uh, every single week we're going to have some type of a mystery, a crime. Uh, could be anything. Could be UFOs, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Abomino, Snowman. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, and, and we can't leave until we solve it. So uh, this could be mystery. a 40-hour podcast, maybe until six weeks. Until they kick us out. Could be until yep, they kick until us we're out. we're gone. <laughs> so yeah. there's that too. <laughs> uh, but this week we're going to be talking about Mr. Robert Johnson. Do you know anything about Robert Johnson, Nick? I I don't, and you've kind of been teasing with me with it for like weeks and weeks, so I'm Super pumped for this. Super pumped. <laughs> well, let's stop talking about it. Let's be about it. Let's go. Today, we delve into the life of a man whose music echoed through the ages. A man whose life was shrouded in mystery and whose death left more questions than answers. We're talking about the legendary blues musician, Robert Johnson. In the heart of the Mississippi landscape, where the sun hung heavy in the sky and the scent of the river permeated the air, there was a young man named Robert Johnson. He was a man of humble beginnings, born into a world of hardship and struggle, but he had a dream, a dream of music, of rhythm, of blues. Robert was a regular at the local juke joints, places where the air was thick with smoke and the sound of music. He was known for his harmonica playing, his notes carrying a certain sadness that resonated with the patrons. But when it came to the guitar, Robert was a novice. His fingers fumbled on the strings, his chords were off, and his rhythm was inconsistent. 
The locals would often laugh, shaking their heads at his attempts. But Robert was not deterred. He had a vision of himself, not just playing the guitar, but mastering it. He wanted to create music that would touch people's souls, music that would make them feel the same passion he did. So he practiced. He practiced under the scorching sun, his fingers raw and blistered. He practiced under the moonlight, his eyes heavy with sleep. But no matter how much he practiced, his music never seemed to improve. Johnson was initially not a very good guitarist. According to fellow musician Sunhouse, Johnson was a decent harmonica player, but a terrible guitarist. Johnson disappeared for a few weeks. When he returned, he was a changed man. His guitar playing had improved dramatically, so much so that it was hard to believe he was the same person who had been ridiculed for his lack of skill. His music was hauntingly beautiful, his guitar skills unparalleled. This sudden transformation was so astonishing that it gave birth to a legend, a legend that would forever be associated with Robert Johnson. The legend was that Johnson, desperate to become a great blues musician, had sold his soul to the devil. The place of this alleged transaction was a crossroads near Dockery Plantation at midnight. The crossroads, a place where two roads intersect, has long been a symbol of change, of decision, of compromise. So the million dollar question is, Nick, did you see that coming? Did you assume that this is what it was going to be about? Uh, you know, I, I had a little bit of a premonition about it. I don't know if you let something slip earlier. No way. Um, Never me. No, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I've heard some of this before, but it was from someone else. But um, making deals with the devil, that that's common around here. Like, it's that's very not, common, Nick. I actually pulled up two yeah. websites because I thought you'd find this interesting. How many important people do you think, according to the world, has sold their souls to the devil? Everyone who's ever <laughs> done any music that I like. Has Amen. definitely sold their soul to the devil. Surprisingly, I had two websites pulled up that was going to be top most famous people that sold their soul. Right. And top 10 musicians. Our okay. friend here, Mr. Johnson, where do you think he ranked on famous uh, people out of 10? And two. we're talking people. Five. He, five. Let, let's go five. He ranked number 10. He was in last place, Nick. Oh, that poor fella. Shocked. Uh Now, as far as the musician, you were a little closer. He came in eighth. Okay. okay. But since we're talking about music, uh, just for kicks and whistles, obviously, number 10, number 10, mm -hmm. and you should know this, Nick. I'm going to be disappointed if you don't. Jimmy Page. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know about Jimmy. Our friend, Mr. Led Zeppelin's guitarist. He right. came in 10th. Uh, I don't know who this is, and I'm going to butcher this name, so all you in the podcast, okay. don't hold it against me. Someone called Paganini? Paganini? Maybe. He's, he's a, I think he's classical. Is he, he is. Not? Uh, it says he, well, here's what it says. He was both able to play the violin and guitar. Um, uh, and he learned the violin at age seven and is considered by many to be the greatest violinist of all time. Have you ever, have you ever tried to play a violin? No. There's a reason the devil hands those out. Oh, that, I, like that's, 
Him and Charlie Daniels. These things are man. magical. How's Charlie Daniels not on this list? Oh, he's got to be. Well, he beat the devil. He did beat the devil. You're right. You're he right. Didn't he didn't sell get, his he soul. Didn't have to he beat soul. the devil. You're right. That's right. There's another person called Giuseppe Tart- Tartini. Yeah, another violinist. Oh, uh, yeah. Makes sense. John Lennon. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was also one, Nick. Wow. You know, Keith Richards has got to be on there. Like, he's got to double deal with music and eternal life. Well, number one, number one should be no question. No, no, zero. If you don't agree that this is number one, I'm going to be disappointed. Number four, the Rolling Stones. Right. Number three, never heard of this person. Felipe Massard? Moussard? No, before, before our time, if you can believe that, I'm sure. Yeah, 19th century. Said he had theatrical flair. He was a French musician, composer, and a conductor. Mm. Number two, Tommy Johnson. Number one, Bob Dylan. Have you heard the Bob Dylan interview, Nick? I have not, no. Nick! Does he just say it? He comes right out and says it, Nick. Wow. He, it was with, uh, who did he do that interview with? Anyway, they're doing the interview and they're like, hey, some people says that you sold your soul to the devil. And he's kind of like laughing when he says it. And Bob Dylan, straight face, he goes, well, you know, uh, you know, sometimes you just gotta, you know, do whatever (laughs) it is that you need to do. Like. It would be so slick, and I don't know if I can get away with this or not. So don't, don't hold me to this podcast world. If we can fit that clip in without getting in trouble, I might put that little segment in. If not, go look it up. But by the time you're your watching or listening to good. this, of Bob Dylan, <laughs> it could be Nick. Um, but if you're hearing this with the clip, you know he's able to. If not, I'm sorry. Look it up. It's it's a it's an amazing interview. But he basically yeah, says he's you, you could do some work level. too. Look it up. Look yeah, it exactly. Up. Do some work. You, you can this, pitch in. We're here. not doing everything for you. Yeah, God. we're we're doing most of the lifting here. Yeah, Come most on. of the heavy lifting. <laughs> so yeah, like we'll all try. like all music, Nick. Clearly, he sold his soul to the devil. At least that's what yeah. the entire story is about. Yeah, yeah, like every good musician has, um, and the Beatles. Take that the as Beatles you will. Didn't make our our list. I think they did. Did they? One of them. Oh yeah, John Lennon, but not the yeah, Beatles. Yeah, I was dissing him. I was dissing him. <laughs> I don't like him. In African American folklore, the crossroads was also seen as a liminal space, a place where the physical and the spiritual worlds intersected. According to the legend, Johnson was instructed to take his guitar to this crossroads. There, he was met by a large black man who was said to be the devil himself. The devil took Johnson's guitar, tuned it, played a few songs, and then returned it to Johnson. Tell me that's not like every single song about the devil. That that tells me this is true, Nick. 100%. This isn't even a mystery anymore. Mystery solved. It's the devil's true. got an M.O. He's got an M.O. He does this stuff. We know well, he you does. Know. You know the story about the devil, right, Nick? 
What one? What did he do in heaven before he was cast down? Do you know that? Played sweet rock riffs. <laughs> he probably did. He probably <laughs> did. He was uh, like the main age. He was a. He was the most glorious looking angel. Right. But B. Right. He was also considered like the like the chief angel of music. That was kind of his thing. Right. So technically, I think that's where some of this stuff gets. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a little bit of validation in the Christian world anyway. Right, right. Because, of course, if he's like the prince of music, right? And I think there's even been countless TV shows and movies that that's kind of been like, this guy is the music man. <laughs> I don't know what else well, to call I, him. But. I've been to some churches and they're like, certain instruments are evil. These oh, things sure. are from the devil. That kind of thing. Percent. Like, you can't listen to music with drums in it. Correct. Like, I've heard that kind of stuff. Correct. It's just like TV shows and movies. It's kind of the same concept to a degree. Um, yeah. But it's very interesting that in all of these stories, they give the instrument to the devil. The devil keys it up. He plays mm-hmm. a song and then he hands it. That's literally Charlie Daniels. The devil yeah. went down to Georgia. But this is Mississippi. Mississippi, Georgia, pretty close, Nick. I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a similarity. Right. Well, you've given me some ideas because there's an old train track about 20 paces that way. It's got to be I'm taking my guitar. It could use a good tuning. I'll come back. I'll play the next intro. Oh, snap. You no, heard it here first, that, please. For ah. episode number one. Episode number, because this is the pilot episode, regardless that's, of what that's Nick right, says. That's right, right, right. This is episode zero. Being so that this is episode zero, number one episode, Nick's playing the intro. On to the next one. This exchange, the legend claimed, gave Johnson mastery of the guitar. This story, as fantastical as it sounds, was widely believed by many. It was fueled further by Johnson's own music. His songs often contained references to the devil, hell, and damnation. Songs like Crossroad Blues, Me and the Devil Blues, and Hellhound on My Trail seemed to give credence to the legend. The lyrics, coupled with Johnson's sudden musical prowess, made the story of the Crossroads Pact all the more believable. I'm just going to be serious for a moment, like actually logical with this if the timeline on this story is correct and he disappeared for a few weeks and he came back and he could play guitar and not only play guitar but write his own songs you just that just doesn't happen so correct either something mysterious happened or he pretended he couldn't play the guitar for years just to disappear and come back and play it good that's even about less that. lightly. See, I thought about that, Nick. I really did think about that because I assumed that either you or I would bring this up. It was actually one of my talking points that I had myself. And here's the reason, uh, right? So as a kid, I don't know. I, obviously, I know you play music. Right. Um, do you just play the guitar? What, what all do you play, Nick? Well, I've got the keyboard. I've got the guitar. And believe it or not, I've got like the Chinese flute called the Ditsa. Wow. It's fancy. A little bit of a little bit weird. I like it, Nick. I like listen. But that's what I'm talking about. Two weeks. I'm telling you. None of it's two weeks. But here's the thing, right? Like, uh, did you learn how to professionally play those or did you did you learn by ear? Did you learn watching YouTube? How did you learn? I I learned 
I'm learning the guitar. I'm not great with the guitar by lessons from an absolute master. Uh, the keyboard I learned through just, you know, figuring things out. And I bought a couple books on the Ditsa flute that, that I uh, learned with. But it, it's way time consuming. So think about this. When Robert Johnson was around, he needed to be efficient in all of these things because that's how he made his paycheck. Right. Right. It's like you wouldn't go to your job and say, I do this extremely well. And back then they basically just wanted him for his harmonica skills. Right. Right. So the piano, I learned to play by ear as a child. Um, and it all came down to, I could listen to a song and then I could move my fingers and go, this is that song. And after a few times right. I would get the song down. It wasn't until later in life I learned how to play notes or right. read music. Right. This is a guy that they only wanted to play the harmonica. They did not want him to play the guitar. His friend, which we heard earlier, was like, this guy is not, he's not good. Yeah. A very short amount of time, two weeks, and now he comes back and he plays the best of all of his peers. It's right. impossible. It's impossible. And you can learn to play a guitar. Let's say maybe it takes you two years to become passable at the guitar. To write your own song Correct. is a whole different study, in, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Because uh, you've got to learn the music theory, you know, what key you're in, all that kind of stuff. And he knows some of that from the harmonica. Right. But I don't put harmonica and guitar on the same level. Sorry. For all you harmonicians or whatever they're called. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you people's called. Sorry, I apologize. But yeah, so something supernatural is going on here, or he's the greatest actor on the planet. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think he would act because he would be hurting himself. Right. He'd be hurting himself to do that. All these, right. it, all this time before. Um, and here's what's funny. If you look at his lyrics, we're just going to use as an example, me and the devil blues. All right. Lay it on me. Early this morning, when you knocked upon my door, early this morning, who, when you knocked on my door, I said, hello, Satan. I believe it's time to go. Me and the devil was walking side by side. Me and the devil, who, was walking side by side. And I'm going to beat my woman until I get satisfied. So, not only A, did the devil help him with music, but he might have been doing some wrong thing with some ladies. Uh, yeah, that sounds a little bit like disturbing domestic abuse to me. I wasn't expecting that. Which is coming later in the story. Johnson's life was cut short at the age of 27 under circumstances that remain a mystery to this day. The exact cause of his death is unknown, with theories ranging from poisoning to syphilis to a congenital condition. Or the devil he had a contract <laughs> he called it in he, he called, called it in. that bad boy in he was like listen remember how i helped you write that song me or technically it's you and me because i'm the devil blues remember contract do baby that's right or i mean he could just like the devil's like i don't have to do anything this guy is being bad He's going to end up bad. Correct. 
Well, think about it. His music again went back to the beating of the woman folk. Right. Shock. Different me. day yeah. and age. Right. It's yep. not like now. Things were a little different back then. Doesn't make it Ladies, right. Be glad you Let's live now. That. Do what? Doesn't make it right. I just want to put that out there. It does not make it right, folks. Right, right, right. But uh, there's definitely a there's a correlation there, which is kind of like yeah. Well, let me ask this, and you might not know. Before those two weeks, was he well known as a bad dude? Like, was he out? beating people and doing criminal stuff there's so it's in the story (laughs) this mystery surrounding his death has contributed to the mythic status of his life one of the most popular theories about johnson's death is that he was poisoned according to this theory johnson was playing at a country dance in greenwood mississippi when he was allegedly given a bottle of whiskey that had been poisoned Some versions of the story suggest that the poison was given to him by a jealous husband, whose wife had shown an interest in Johnson. Johnson fell ill immediately after drinking from the bottle and died three days later. However, there is no concrete evidence to support this theory. Well, I guess that answers that question then. Yes, see, Nick, that's what I'm saying. I know all about the story, Nick. He was not spoiling it for myself. Listen, at the end of the day, I guess if you think about it, there's nothing that says that he did anything wrong. Right. But back then, there wasn't social media, Nick. There wasn't none of this. Maybe someone was sneaking in the DMs. It was a case where somebody knew something and told right. this woman's husband, potentially. Okay. There's no concrete evidence that that happened. That's a rumor. That the devil could have ratted on him. That's the one way to take care of this. Because, you know, it's like uh, it's like the genies, right? When you rub the mm. lamp, you get the three wishes yeah. and the genie always tricks you. Devil's the same way. I did. I just thought of this. Maybe in all those stories, the devil is a genie or a genie is a devil. That would make more sense if the genie was a devil. I never thought about that before. I, I, I see think the correlation. in the Middle East, they're interchangeable like demons and jinn are. I'm are so sort of good at this, at- Nick. Yeah, you wow. better fact check me. I could be making this up, but that's what I've heard. I swear. Hey, we're going with it. Listen, yeah. we're going with it. Deceptive reality. I wish I was the genie. <laughs> Sounds fun. Sounds fun, man. It does sound a little bit fun. If we're if we're not going to lie about that, Nick, that does sound a little bit fun. I'd like to grant wishes and potentially trick people. Yeah, I'm all about the tricks, but <laughs> it's... uh. I'd do both. The exact circumstances of Johnson's death remain unclear, and the poison theory is based largely on hearsay and speculation. Furthermore, the symptoms that Johnson reportedly exhibited before his death, including severe abdominal pain, could be attributed to a number of causes, not just poisoning. Another theory suggests that Johnson might have died from syphilis, a sexually transmitted disease that was prevalent during his time. Syphilis, if left untreated, can lead to serious health complications, including damage to the heart, brain, and other organs. It can also cause severe pain, similar to what Johnson reportedly experienced before his death. Nick, do you know how you get syphilis? Uh, well, I don't know if I'm going to go into great detail explaining it, but yeah. 
You get I, I know by sleeping with men's women's. Uh yeah, you're right. I I'm thinking. I'm just saying, Nick. I'm thinking there's. He was poisoned or syphilis. Either way, it came. Could be a combo double whammy. Two for one. It was a two for yeah. one because he was sleeping with another man's wife. Yep. And the devil ratted on him. Mystery we don't even self. need to listen to any more of the story. We've already knocked the cover right off the, the freaking uh, ball, Nick. No, I need more story. I'm invested. I need uh, more. Fine. A third theory proposes that Johnson might have had Marfan syndrome, a genetic disorder that affects the body's connective tissue. People with Marfan syndrome are often tall and thin, with long fingers, characteristics that Johnson was known to have. The disorder can also cause complications in the heart and blood vessels, which could potentially lead to a sudden, unexpected death. Despite the various theories, the truth about Johnson's death remains unknown. His death certificate, discovered in 1968, listed no cause of death and merely stated that he had been dead for three days before his body was found. So I'm going to say, for all intents and purposes, Nick, the third theory? Lame. I'm throwing that one out. Has yeah, nothing to do with I, sleeping with women. Nothing no. at all. And it can't be poisoning or syphilis. If that was yeah, the case. The, the third one doesn't make sense. I know people who have that. And I know you there's do? some famous people on. Yeah. There's some famous people on YouTube uh, that, or at least one that has that. And I don't think it could cause your death until much later in life than he died. He was 27. Yeah, he's still quite young. So I, I, I'm discounting this last theory as well. Here, here's the thing. Syphilis, you're going to know. What's, isn't that what uh, Doc Holliday had? Did he have syphilis? Isn't that how he died? I, I don't know about that, but they said uh, Hitler had it, and it caused a lot of his real wacky ideas. Yeah, nope, I'm wrong. It's tuberculosis. Basically like syphilis, oh. a little different. <laughs> yeah, tuberc TB. tuberculosis is. I don't know how close that is to syphilis. I feel. I mean, not listen, close. it's close enough. It's close enough, folks. Yeah. It it kill you. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So clearly, uh, I don't like the third theory. The first two, I think I like right. the first two because he kind of with his lyrics, he kind of gives me the impression. Maybe not the greatest of all people. No, no, it doesn't sound that way. I'm, I'm thinking I'm sticking with, here's mine, poison in the whiskey, because that can get anyone. Whiskey's delicious. Delicious. And the devil ratted on him. He called 100%. in his contract early. Did a two for one whammy. The lack of concrete information, coupled with the legend that surrounded Johnson's life, has only added to the mystery of his death. Johnson's death, like his life, has become a part of the folklore of the blues. It has been the subject of songs, books, and films, adding to the mystique of the man and his music. The mystery surrounding his death has also contributed to the legend of the 27 Club, a term used to refer to a group of musicians who died at the age of 27, often under tragic circumstances. In the end, whether Johnson sold his soul to the devil or not is a question that will likely remain unanswered. But one thing is certain, Robert Johnson, with his haunting music and the legend that surrounded him, has become an integral part of the rich tapestry of the blues. His story, as mysterious and intriguing as it is, serves as a reminder of the power of music, the passion of the musicians who create it, 
and the legends that are born out of it. Whether this story is true or not, we may never know. But what we do know is that Johnson's music had a profound influence on the world of blues and rock and roll. Million dollar question, Nick. Do you know any of the 27 club potential people inside of it? There's one that I knew was on there and I knew it before I even looked it up because I knew I'm, how old this person was when he died. I said, I've heard I guess I a look. bunch of them, but I okay. think river Phoenix is one. Is river? Is Phoenix he not? One? It's not on this list. Oh, it's probably just musicians. eh? just musicians. All right. I've heard of this, this club before. So what's showing here, Jimi Hendrix, right? This is the one I knew. Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Robert Johnson, mm-hmm. Pete Ham, Richie Edwards, Rudy Lewis. I don't know who that is. Janice Joplin. Oh, see, I wouldn't have known that was on here. Amy Winehouse. Yeah. I'm looking for names that maybe I know. Jim Morrison. That one. Right. I did not know he was 27. Brian Jones. Mm-hmm. Dave Alexander. I think that's the biggest names that's on here. So knowing all these names and the theories we come up with earlier, mm-hmm. maybe th- it's not anything other than 27 is how far you've got. You make a deal with the devil. He says, you enjoy the prime of your life, rich, famous, all the women or men that you like, but you get to 27, you're done. You know, what if it's like one of those hidden contract things? Right. You didn't read the the, fine print. Yeah. Because I would think if you're a musician, you would dodge it. Because also on this website, it shows every single way these people died. So, sepsis, a traffic accident, probably murder. Right. High blood pressure, foul play, drug overdose, heart attack, carbon monoxide poisoning. Wow. Drug overdose, drowning, drug overdose. Something tells me we're going to hear that. I'm going to probably. Yeah, yeah, that's common. Murder, heart attack, electrocution. This is like final destination. Like it's going to get. It kind of is. Maybe you can Horse try to dodge accident. it. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. There's like six drug overdoses. I haven't even read Pla- uh, yeah, plane that's crash. Popular. Suicide. Right. Uh, most of these are repeaters. Motorcycle yeah. accident. Plane crash. Cancer. So that, that's a massive list massive for that one list. age. I'm curious if we took all the ages that musicians have died, if there's any number that's higher than that, and it's just the one of young, famous musicians, like a coincidence, or if it's not. I, I would be curious if they fall in line with an exact number. So is 28, right. is there an abundance of them that die at 28? Is yeah. there an abundance that dies at 30? Is there an abundance that dies at 35? And obviously, as time goes on, 
there's going to be a higher set of numbers based on how many yeah. years they've been alive. But the fact that at such a young age, right. And the weird thing is when you look at this list, like celebrities, I would assume would be a drug overdose. Right. Cause let's be honest. I think it's relatively rampant in, in, mm -hmm. you know, that, that kind of industry, but all the different ways, like Amy Winehouse was alcohol poisoning. Right. Um, some of these really surprise me. Like these aren't the vast majority aren't even these, the murder. I kind of, I guess I can understand a little bit. Right. Like I would assume if you're in the limelight a little bit more than the average Joe Schmo is it possible. Yeah, probably. Um, I, I guess I just want to know what that bell curve looks like. Like, how, what's I would the, love to know. Yeah, I'll have to I look that up after. If I find anything, I'll bring it to the next one. Absolutely. I think that it's, it's just, it's the odds that this happens to be at 27 years old is just so like a horse riding accident at 27. Yeah. Like heart failure at 27. There's a lot of heart failures. A lot. I, I would be surprised if that wasn't related to drugs somehow. Could be. Like, you know, obviously you've got uppers that will cause yeah. that. So that's possible. Like drowning. And I think after it happens for a while, I wonder how much of it becomes self-fulfilling prophecy. Because I know have like a lot of musician friends and they joke about dying at 27 and stuff. And they're like, oh, I made it, you know. It's crazy. Thing. It's absolutely yeah. mind-blowing. I will say, though, the story as a whole is super interesting, is super mysterious. Uh, will we be able to solve on this one? I think I already did. But, you know, I think so. at the end of the day, I guess we'll never really know. Right. But I, this is one of my favorite stories that I heard a long time ago. But this is just one of many, right? This is our pilot episode. Obviously, we're going to be looking at everything. I think Nick is going to be setting up the next one. It could be a UFO, right. could be Bigfoot. We just don't know. UFO Bigfoot. Could be. Okay, never mind. I was going to say something. I'm not going to say it now because I'm going to give something away. So we're not, right. we're not going to say it. <laughs> we're not going to say it. Uh, but hopefully you all enjoyed the podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, wherever you're listening or watching this at, if you could give us a follow. Give us a follow. You're going to want to check out our next series. This one being the pilot. We're doing some trial and error, obviously. We're going to try to give you the best possible product that we can provide to you. And as we continue to learn and grow, we're going to bring some new things into the podcast. We're even looking at potentially doing like a weekend live stream, uh, which will then turn into a podcast later. So just little things like that that I think is going to be super exciting for you, obviously, as a viewer or a listener. Um, but it's been an absolute amazing time, Nick. I've enjoyed this a lot. Yeah, I love this. Like we've done this like 40, 50, 60 times over the years. We oh, just yeah. finally pressed the record button. So this is fantastic. Correct. And I think that's why we did it. We talked, uh, I don't know what it was, two years ago, Nick, probably two years ago. And we was like, yeah, I think so. Man, we should really like do this and like have this conversation with everyone else because this is very, not only that, but you have two completely different perspectives, right? As these podcasts go on, Nick and I are going to have different impressions of what our yeah. thought process is. And that's half the fun. And that's the beauty with, with you viewers or listeners out there 
put in the comment down below. Like, what's your theories? What's your thought process? That's how we get a community started. And that's how we have a conversation. That's right. I, I think that's it. why I'm looking forward to live streaming too, because then we can see it in live time. Oh, that yeah. would be amazing. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Well, obviously check us out our social medias. We do have a Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we do have the YouTube channel. If you're watching us on YouTube, check us out on uh, the different podcasting channels. Where are we going to put our podcast at for audio, Nick? Uh, I think we'll probably be on Spotify. We'll be on Apple Podcasts. Uh, basically, we're going to get it in as many as we can, so you can find us everywhere. And if you can't find us somewhere and you want us on your favorite platform, please let us know. Uh, hit yeah. us up in our social medias or obviously in the comments of any of these sections. Uh, just let us know so we know what's best suited for you. And also let us know ways that we can improve. If there's something you love, let us know. If there's something you don't like, let us know. We love criticism. Yeah, love it. We're, we're, building, we're building an empire here and we need some advice. This is our first go at this. We'd love to hear your input. Help us make it better. Correct. Well, Nick, I think I, we're, we should sign off here. I think we've already cracked the case, no matter what anybody else says. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would hold up in court. I think we got it this. 100% hold up in court, Nick. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. We got documents. Solid. It's solid. It's done. Done like dinner. Well, thanks for everyone. Stop by. You're all are amazing. See you in the next one. Bye. See ya. See ya.